0: Hello and welcome to the Parental Advisory Movie Podcast. We are your hosts, Jeff Ball and
1: Patrick Terry. We're two dads with a love for movies.
0: Join us as we discuss movies we have seen with our kids
1: as well as movies we have seen without them. Good morning, Patrick. Good morning, Jeff.
0: (laughs) What a beautiful spring Monday.
1: I guess the weather is currently currently
0: cur- cur- <laughs> right yeah well for today at least it has for today happy post easter post easter easter poster monday easter poster mm. yep there you go someone actually did say that to me this morning it's easter, easter monday day. like oh all okay right. <laughs> all right get the hangover going to all right right <laughs> yeah uh, oh, cool what's going on man what's new
1: well not too much um saturday my aunt and her husband came down and one of my cousins so been a, been a minute since we've seen them so it was mm-hmm. good to kind of catch up and hang out and like i didn't know they were coming until i woke up saturday morning and i was like well i'm still going to see this movie so hopefully when i get back they'll <laughs> they'll still be here but i think they just got there when i came out because you know the move we're talking about—it's not that long, yeah—and so I still had a good, good amount of time to spend with them, and um, it was good. So hopefully, we'll get to get together where everybody's together. There you go. Yeah. But then, other than that, it's cool. You know, had some 80-degree weather last week, and then decided, yeah, it's enough of that. We're going to go back to winter <laughs> or fall.
0: Right? What's up with that?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, just t- weather in Tennessee being weather in Tennessee. Yeah. It's like some kind of vortex. Like, once it gets here, it's like, we're just going to randomize it <laughs> to be what it is. <laughs> it's supposed yep. to be spring,
0: but, you know. Yeah. Well, we have to have rain. And I told Grayson this the last couple of times it's rains, like, listen, it's going to rain. It's going to rain a lot. That's yeah. what April is. Remember, April showers, May flowers being like pilgrims and stuff. I'm just... <laughs> um, So, yeah, so you got to... We have to go... We have to suffer through the rain of April so we can enjoy May, June, July, and August with some rain sprinkled in there as well. Yeah. <clears throat> but I told her that's how we get pretty flowers, green grass, green trees, mosquitoes. That's how we get all of that. So we got to have one so we can have the other. <laughs> true. That's true. Some... Of some some we enjoy, others not so much. <laughs> no. Not at all. <laughs> so um yeah, to yeah, fairly busy felt busy for no reason. Um I've been in kind of a funk type of thing after, you know uh after my grandmother passing my mom being sick for a little bit, she's doing some exponentially better now, thankfully um and just kind of processing all that and then you know after we had that school shooting and processing yeah. that and then some work related stuff that processing that <laughs> yeah um you know, and I'm and then of course, the weather you know just being questionable at best and just doesn't really do much for your uh your well-being when it's, I mean, rain's necessary, but it also kind of wreaks havoc when you're already not feeling super hot, um, you know, mentally. Um, yeah. So, when the sun comes out, that need that vitamin D, and uh, it helps kind of bring new light. Um, I feel like I'm kind of getting over all that, kind of brushing, you know, washing away the funk, so to speak. Um, mm-hmm. Just not the pee funk. <laughs> That's always staying. Um, but yeah, it, uh, so it's been kind of a pain in the butt for others that have been around me because I've been a little more irritable about various different things. Plus just, when the weather changes back and forth, my back doesn't really care for that too much, which also makes me irritable no matter pain medication and all that. yeah. But within that, you find things to try and help distract you and ha- find joy in, um, you know, some of uh, one of the things kind of more recently for me that I've been finding joy is just York and I playing Gotham Knights on Xbox and he actually enjoys watching me play. And I, I still find that weird. Like I enjoy watching him play because he's my kid and I just hanging out with him in general. Yeah. And then when he doesn't want me to hang out, I'm not upset. I'm like, yeah, you're, you're 12. You should want some alone time. Right. But As a dad, I want, you know, especially as a dad who, as someone who had a dad that wasn't as big into watching or spending a lot of time, at least with me, um, just doing small, you know, what some might consider to be boring and uninteresting. I've always made it a point to try and find, not trying to be the parent that's like also his best friend, but I am trying to be the parent that is interested in what he's interested in so we can have conversations. Right, just, being know, instead available. Of just Yeah. And just having conversations and being kind of having an idea what my, what my, you know, not only York, but also Grayson, too, what they're interested in. Yeah. And being a little more relatable, I guess. You could just have conversations and know what they're talking about
1: yeah. instead
0: of just them sitting there talking about Minecraft for two and a half hours. You're like, you're speaking gibberish or a foreign language to which I have no idea. Right. But OK, I'm glad it makes you happy. Which sometimes yeah. I still say that even on things that I'm like, I don't like this, but I'm glad it makes you happy.
1: It's like, yeah, yeah I'm
0: not as big a fan, but you know, if it makes you happy. Roll with it. Um, but yeah, just the two of us kind of playing that game has got me into, no, I don't, I'm not big. I haven't been big in video games in 20 something years. It's just been a minute. Yeah. And so this has been nice. Cause now, even when he's not here, like after everybody goes to bed, I'll go in there, I'll play for a little bit, gets my mind off of things, helps me kind of decompress, and just play mindless nonsense. <laughs> and, and like, low, I could choose, because it's like an open world type of game, you don't, you're not stuck straight into the story, you have to missions you have to complete, you do a little small little, bust up many small little crimes here and there, and just yeah. do, if that's all you want to do, you can do that, and it's great, and that sometimes, that's just all I want to do. And yeah. just low low stress and it just kind of helps you feel a bit better and then all of a sudden three three hours goes by and then you're like i have to go to work in the morning like an adult i need to get my butt to bed right
1: <laughs> yeah i mean that's kind of how i approach games uh-huh. now it's just kind of a getaway type deal and and that time does kind of run away when you're kind of focused on it zeroed in yeah, yeah. so yeah but, i kind of limit you know you have kind of have to limit because but yeah. I did over the weekend, you know, speaking of Batman, I, I, beat, mm-hmm. I beat the main story of the Arkham Origins game. Okay. I still I'm have quite a bit to go as far as unlocking things, because even though I beat the story, it's still like about 30%, I mean, 30% of things I've completed. So I have over yeah. 70% of things to go through and try to find and and um, do. But I went ahead and went to the Arkham Knight game, and started playing that just so I can get to the story. Then I'll go back and do all the completionist stuff later. Every once, you know, just right. a little busy
0: work. But yeah. Uh, York was telling me he started playing. He said he thought because I like Gotham Knights and kind of grinding through that, that I would like Assassin's Creed. He says Black Flag is his favorite because you're a pirate and all that. And mm-hmm. um, he said he thought I would enjoy that. So they had it on sale on the Switch for like 60% off. So I was like, all right. I got that. It was like two games. That one, I forgot the other one, but it was like not even $20. So, downloaded that and was kind of just chilling on the couch, hanging out with Ruth and Grayson yesterday morning. Um, And I started playing that, kind of grinded through. And I'm like, okay, yeah. The control, the only thing I hate is that I think there should be universal control buttons Mm -hmm. for the three platforms. So one thing that drives me nuts is that Xbox and Switches A, B, and X and all that First, stuff are opposite. in different areas. So when you, yes, yeah. yeah, so when you switch, no pun intended, um, <laughs> it, it it drives me nuts. Hit X. Hit, I am hitting X. No, I'm not hitting X. I'm hitting A. Yeah. And it's like just, fr- it's kind of frustrating. So you kind of have to. It does. Yes. I don't know how he. I don't know how York does. Yeah, I don't know how York does it, but yeah, I'm, no, I'm I start it, It's not bad. It's not bad. I'm glad he likes it though. Yeah. And then, yeah. uh, and then Grayson and I went to the mall yesterday, um, to kind of hang out for Easter. She had some money she got from one of her grandmothers, uh, to go. So she, I took her and Ruth had some self self care day, uh, mm-hmm. at the house. And we went to the mall. Not all the stores were open, but the majority of them, uh, all the ones she wanted to go to, except for the Lego store were open. The Lego store was okay. the only one closed. So, Go figure, but while we were there, we went to GameStop, and I, would kind of been, I'd been eyeballing ever since we had the Switch, um, ever since we got a Switch like two years ago, I'd been eyeballing the uh, Luigi Luigi's Haunted Mansion
2: mm-hmm.
0: three, so I'm like, yeah. you know what, I'm gonna go try this out. I, I said, you know what, I'm gonna finally get it. We're gonna, yeah, I'm gonna finally get it. We're gonna play it. You know, and we'll get it. So I finally got it, and uh, so now I'm trying to learn how to play that, and it's it's fun. It's difficult like it's got kind of an interesting kind of a higher difficulty than most kind of Mario games. Mm-hmm. That I mean even though it's not like a Mario game, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to get it because it's not really a Mario game. Like if you took if you took Luigi out of you know just changed his name to something else it would be a, i mean you wouldn't know it's a Mario game. I mean you only know it because of the characters. Right. Yeah. But uh I do like it. Uh it is interesting that it's a Mario game. There's no jumping
1: right like
0: there's like yeah 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 but you shine a flashlight yeah you shine a flashlight and you suck up ghosts and other things and you walk that's basically your three functions yeah that i've as far as you know i've played two hours i think um and again most of it was after everybody went to bed but some beforehand just kind of get into used to it yeah. And so, uh, it's, it's fun. It's different. I like it because it's different and it's entertaining, but, uh, yeah, it's something.
1: Yeah. Sick. Cause I played the second one on the 3DS. I never played the first one. I was on the GameCube, but uh-huh. yeah, it's different. You know, you're basically just ghost busting and, you know, of course, Luigi's the more scared yes. <laughs> of the two. So it's just funny having him in that situation knowing his, you know, he's not that he doesn't have the high courage. Yes. <laughs> it, but you know, he does what needs to be done. Yep. And um yeah, it was just like Nintendo taking a chance, doing something different, but still keeping in that, that area. Yep. But just different. Yep. And
0: I like it. So I dig it so um So yeah, I probably will end up getting uh after I after I beat Gotham Knights, mm. um I'll probably go back and and get um and get the Arkham games. So yeah. I actually had one of them when York had the the Xbox that actually had a you know would take a disc yeah but then when that one more or less you know bit the dust we you know the only one we could find at that time was a discless one so all that stuff's gone so now I had to go back and essentially get that game again because it's not like we can we you know I can't get the other one to work in order to basically put it on the hard you know the external hard drive to put on there and transfer it over right so which sucks but it's fine. So I'll probably go back and get one of the other Arkham games afterwards and then play through that. So we'll see. Cool. Uh, real quick before we get into trailers, um, I do want to tell a funny story that happened while we were at the mall yesterday. And I had forgot three different times to tell Ruth the story last night and this morning until I finally remembered, started having a big chuckle about it and then sent her a text. Still won't do it justice. Uh, So we were at the Hurley store. I had this long, uh, Ruth and the kids got me like a long sleeve Hurley thing, I think for my birthday. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just kind of like a waffle, whatever you call it, the little waffle style uh, long sleeve. And uh, it's green. It's hoodie. She saw it at the store. She, she holds it up to her and she goes, look, I'm daddy. Look, I'm daddy. I'm like, I was like, do I really sound like that? (laughs) She started laughing. But then we started kind of walking and then we started walking and, she, and I'm still laughing. And she's like, look, I'm daddy. I have a podcast. Listen to my. You should listen to my podcast. I'm daddy. I've got a, that's it. I said, I'm and in my head. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I'm about to leave this child at the mall. <laughs> she keeps this crap up. I'm about, just, <clears throat> I'm about to just leave her in Claire's and then just them. <laughs> look at the jewelry. <laughs> I was like, "Damn!" I, uh, am I? Am I dumb? I still wouldn't bought her stuff while we were there. <laughs> like, she's she's straight up being savage over here, and for no reason. Like, yeah, just 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 random. I was like, "Damn!" All right. Well, leave the store. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Look, I'm daddy. I have a podcast. You should listen to my podcast. I'm like, wow. Wow. The nerve of this eight and a half year old.
2: Uh,
0: it was great though. I, I I was dying laughing. Um so yeah, so that 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 happened. That's the thing that happened. Definitely no DNA test needed. Little smart ass. <laughs> uh <laughs> Okay, trailers. So we had the Star Wars celebration this past weekend in which they had some several announcements on movies they're going to drop. So I guess they're essentially doing like a Jedi Origins movie that's going to take place 25,000 years before um, episode, I'm assuming episode one. Um, So I'm kind of like the origin of the Force and... All that, so yeah, I'm sure it'll take place in like 1980 something. Who knows? Oh my god, what if it took place in 1977? Huh. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. Um, a little too meta. Um, yeah, so that's gonna be a thing. And uh, Ray's coming back for a new movie called The Jedi, Academy, basically the Jedi Academy, where she helps train new Jedi. Um, I told one of my buddies this at work that. If they don't make Jedi Academy basically the Star Wars version of the Police Academy movies, then I really have zero interest. (laughs) I need this to be a thing. Yeah.
1: I mean, they'd probably find a way to mess it up, even if they did it that way.
0: (laughs) But seriously, I need her to be like. I need Ray to turn in, you know, to basically be Lassard. I need Kylo Ren to be like Mauser. And then. (laughs) Because I mean, if you're a younger Jedi that, you know, Mahoney and Chewie could be Tackleberry. Or at least a Wookiee could be Tackleberry. No, no, I'm sorry. Hightower. Yeah. A Wookie Wookiee would have to be Hightower. Yeah.
1: But then the thing is, if it's, she's going to be training people, is she going to explain what training she got? Because she really hadn't got any training. <laughs> but that one little montage in the last one. Yep. Yep.
0: Yep. I was like... So, I just, drank a lot of blue milk, and... Was on a deserted island with the Luke Skywalker. She's going to put the, in all caps on her resume, the yeah. Luke Skywalker.
1: Man, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I guess it would be good. Yeah. Mm, we'll see.
0: Um, Strength. Strengths. I was traded by the Luke Skywalker. Weaknesses. Uh, Palpatine's my grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah wow, it uh, is we don't need to worry about all that we'll, we'll work through that you know so we're, yeah, I, we'll that. Yeah.
1: You, you don't have to be you know just your family doesn't mean you are them
0: yeah, exact <laughs> true story there <sighs>
1: yeah
0: <laughs> but we did get a trailer for ahsoka which I swear to god I will butcher that name everything oh I'm still gonna think the h goes after the s and it's Ashoka, Mm-hmm. which I'm 100% kind of like, was it, I'm going to butcher this one. Is it Naruto? Naruto? Mm-hmm. I'm still, I'm going to butcher that. I, I'll I butcher it every single time, hands down, because I don't watch the show, neither does Yorick, but I will still pronounce it wrong. You
1: not add letters, I guess you're good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Naruto.
1: Naruto. 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 Yeah, Nar. Ruto.
0: Mm. Maybe that's what I used to know.
1: Yeah. No. What? No.
0: Nah, Ruto. Nah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. That'd, that'd be a good little line. Like somebody's name is Ruto, and they're like, yeah. nah, Ruto. Easter egg. Mm hmm.
0: <laughs> uh, relevant.
1: <laughs> it happens, they stole it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Dang. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Um, so that looks interesting. Um, so a Ahsoka series coming August. Um, so a lot of Star Wars stuff that's coming out is going to be coming from like Star Wars, either Star Wars Clone Wars or Star Wars Rebels. Basically, Star Wars animated stuff, which I did not watch growing or watched and watch period, you know, even as grown just wasn't. I'm not a fan of that anim that that animation style. And I think that's what kinda it's like, uh, that looks not good. Um, so maybe that's just preference for me, so it's a little bit harder. But um But it the show itself though looks really good. I'm I'm definitely getting pumped about the show because you know, it's Rosario Dawson reprising a role from from Mando. Is it Mando or was it both Fett? I don't even remember? No, she was in, in, uh, she was in the series of both Mandalorian. Okay, she kind of
1: came in and was like they thought that she was the Jedi that was gonna train Rogu, but
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. and Mary Elizabeth Winstead's gonna be in it, who I love. So Hera Sindua. So yeah, there we go. And Ray Stevenson's gonna be in it, and I like him too. David Tennant. And then uh, Lars Mickelson, I guess, who voiced the Grand Admiral Thrawn, is going to actually play Grand Admiral Thrawn. So they're going to go the Last of Us approach and actually just hire the voice actor as the actor. So. Good. Yep. And so no actual date yet, just August. So we'll be waiting for that. The one uh, Grayson is most excited about. We have got the first full trailer for the Barbie movie. And it looks delightful. <laughs> it, it will definitely not be for everybody. It no, may no. not even be for you because it looks like they're singing and dancing. Yeah. I've How much? It, I don't like, know.
1: But, you know, Issa Rae's in it. It might be enough. Margot Robbie yeah. it might be enough. Right. Everybody's Barbie or Ken.
0: <laughs> yep. Except for Alan. Yeah. There's only one Alan, which apparently is based on um, one of the dolls from like the 60s. It was Ken's best friend, Alan. And there's only been one made. So therefore, that's why there's only one Alan. And uh, from the clip that I watched, uh, Michael Sarah is wearing the same outfit as the Alan doll was. So very good attention to detail. But yeah, it looks fun. It looks like it reminds me of like an old uh, Frankie and Annette uh, beach movie, like uh, Frankie Avalon Annette Frank and Annette Finichelli. Frankie and Annette, those beach movies from the 60s. That's what it kind of reminds me of, or at least what it looks like so far from the trailers that or from the trailer that I've seen. And yeah, it looks great. Um, very. I love Greta Gerwig. I know she's not going to screw it up. I think it'll be delightful. It'll just be a fun, good, fun summer movie. So yeah. Coming uh when Barbie leaves Barbie land to go to the real world. Dun dun dun. So we'll see how that works.
1: Yeah, taking something like Barbie and making it a full movie.
0: Yeah, right. And see what they do. And see what they do. July twenty first is when we'll find out. And of course Grayson's like, ugh. seriously, we had to wait till July. I said, seriously, it's like four months away, if even that. Blah, blah, I won't even notice. It's, Yeah, Betsy, it'll be here before you know it. It's like when
1: they first put out that teaser for Oppenheimer, it's like, next July. I'm like, what? But here
0: we are. Here we are. <laughs> Boom. Like that. It'll be here before you know it. Yep. Uh, we also got new trailer for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean it looks amazing. So it's going to be, yeah, yeah, it's going to be great. It just looks great already. I'm already on board. So
1: and then and then they made reference to No Way Home, like yes, Sort with Strange and
0: another yeah.
1: guy from nineteen ninety nine,
0: ninety nine. yeah.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Aka <laughs> Aka the MCU. That's what world they are. So what Earth or world? I forgot how they do it here. I'm like did the oh. Marvel Studios
1: give them the okay, or is just Sony being Sony. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Probably it's like, we're
1: a, it's like we're a part <laughs> of the MCU. Darn it, we're gonna ride this coattail.
0: <laughs> Damn, Skippy. Um, yep. But I like it. I, di- I dig it. Um, definitely a fan. So bring it on. Yep. That ca- that drops June second, and like I told you uh, before we hit record, that uh, that following Monday when we cover spider-man across the spider-verse that provided uh scheduling wise everything stays uh copacetic then we that will be our 200th episode so amazing episode to to have amazing movie to have is our 200th episode yep we'll have to bring it so they better bring it <laughs> true very excited so yes 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 uh Let's see. Next, we have for if you have if you are feeling a little uh, what's the word? If you're having the uh, the itch because there hasn't been an eight twenty four movie out in you know a month or two. Fear no more. Bo is afraid. Ari Aster, who directed Her- Hereditary and the po- one of our podcast mid uh, favorites, Midsummer, mm-hmm. one of our favorite ones to to discuss and revisit from time every now and then when we feel like being emotionally scarred,
1: right? I <laughs> will take <on> some self-inflicted <laughs> torture. Yeah,
0: pretty much. But I love, I can't, I can't get over how much I've grown to love that movie though. Yeah. I don't know why it's so weird, but so great. Um, speaking of weird and great, uh, Bo is afraid with Joaquin Phoenix, Parker Posey, Amy Ryan, Haley, uh, Squires and Michael Gandolfini. The sudden death of his, following the sudden death of his mother, a mild mannered but anxiety written man confronts his darkest fears as he embarks on an epic Kafka esque uh, Odyssey back home. Written directed by Ari Aster comes out April twenty first, so two weeks for us. And yeah. yes, we will most definitely be covering that because yes. <laughs> Uh, plus, uh, if you also need an A24 fix, Beef um, is on Netflix, I believe, with uh, Ali Wong and Stephen Yoon. So, the road rage incident gone wrong, and it's a TV series, the name even the movie, is a TV series, but A24 produced. So yeah, and that's oh, and you know, if you're if you're excited for the new Indiana Jones movie they dropped an trailer for the new Indiana Jones movie dial of destiny or I don't know, whatever Indy mm-hmm. five. Um, they dropped that during star Wars week celebration. So that was kind of weird. I mean, yeah, Han Solo's in it and, and, you know, it's still owned by Disney, but yeah. Like, Hey, we need to drop this because yeah we know you've been looking forward to rewrites and the fact that apparently for what I understand, or at least one of my friends has told me is that, uh, Bob Iger, I guess was like, made them do reshoot. Well, first of all, the screen tests have not been super great. And so they've done re they've had to do rewrites and reshoots. Bob Iger's like enough of the strong woman, blah, 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 blah. You know, we need, they're here to watch Indiana Jones, but I'm like thinking, well, They're probably here just to watch a good solid movie. If it has a good plot, then we don't need to worry about who the main... Yeah, whatever. But whatever. It is what it is. It's a good
1: movie, good plot, and it's Indiana Jones.
0: That's a bonus. There you go. But, you know, no offense, but Indiana Jones didn't have the best track history. (laughs) At least with the last Kingdom of Crystal Skull. So, um... I don't know. We'll see. Oh, after to survive a nuclear blast. Right. Hop in a refrigerator. <laughs> uh, oh boys. Yeah. Oh, why not aliens? <laughs> aliens. Why not? Uh, all right, let's get on. Let's get into it. Woo-hoo-hoo. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> For our future presentation, we bring you. The Super Mario Brothers movie. No, not the 1993. I'm not even say classic. Disaster? Disaster. A thing that exists. It's a movie.
1: For some reason. With the story and the plot and actors and the camera crew, a director.
0: <laughs> and a budget. <laughs> mm-hmm. Somewhere. Checks most of the boxes. Somewhere. Yep. It has a budget. Yeah, it checks most of the boxes. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Did you know that Bob Hoskins... Excuse me. Did you know that Bob Hoskins didn't even realize that the movie was based on a video game?
1: Why doesn't that surprise me? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, bless. Aren't they all under the
1: influence while making that one?
0: you would, I mean, I think I was under the influence watching it. At least they put me under the influence. It was so weird. God. And I'm glad I saw that for free. Like, a buddy of mine won tickets on the radio. Mm-hmm. And so, the two of us went. And by the end of it, I was like, Aaron, you should demand your money back. We went for free. I don't even care. They owe you something. Get your time back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? I liked it. No, you didn't. Nobody liked this movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it has a certain charm. Not, not a great charm, but it's a charm.
0: <laughs> it's a charm, yeah. Cursed one. Um, God, I, I, do want to go back and rewatch it now, just to,
1: not it's to hard. hate on
0: it, but not to hate on it, but just to go back and just revisit because it's been twenty years or more. Yeah. But anyways, we are not talking about that one. We are talking about the one that's thirty years later yeah (laughs) uh the super mario brothers animated movie story of the super mario brothers on their journey through the mushroom kingdom so of course voice uh starring the voice talent of chris pratt because he's the only person that could do voice acting in hollywood apparently no one else is capable ryan ryan reynolds had a stint for about two movies and They're like, Chris Pratt's like, no, I've got this. Yeah,
1: somebody's got to take the mantle for a little bit.
0: (laughs) I mean, you and I I know two very qualified voice actors that could actually take that, could have taken either one of those on. But here we are. Chris Pratt got to make, got to sell them tickets as if a movie called Super Mario Brothers isn't going to sell tickets overseas anyways. Right. Right.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a lot of international support.
0: Yes, sir. Uh, anyways, Chris Pratt voices Mario. Anya Taylor-Joy voices Princess Peach. Charlie Dave voices Luigi. And Jack Black voices Bowser. Peaches, 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 peaches. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Michael Richardson voices Comac, uh Carrie Payton from uh, Walking Dead voices The Penguin King, which I wish he had a bigger role, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, Charles Martinet, who voiced the original Mario, uh, voices Mario's dad, Sebastian Menescalco, which I'm surprised I can actually remember to say that, Uh, voices Spike, and then uh, John DiMaggio, Uncle Arthur, and what goes on and on, Keegan-Michael Key, voices Toad. Yeah, Fred Armisen uh, voices the cranky Kong. Seth Rogen voices Donkey Kong. So on and so on. So yeah, there's ton of actual voice actors too. Um, but yeah, so the story follows Mario and Luigi. There are first of all there is nothing but Easter eggs. Yeah, Nintendo Easter eggs. Not even just Mario, but Nintendo Easter eggs throughout this entire movie. Mm-hmm. And I love it. And uh, to me it's and I think that they put a lot of that in there just for to see if the parents would get it because they knew they're going to end up having to take their kids right. and uh, or just adults that the kid in them wants to see this. Uh, just I mean, everything from the spy hunter and uh, F0, I forgot what el- what other posters he also had up in-, in Mario had in his room. Yeah, some of them I missed because I was reading the trivia. I'm like, dang, I missed that. <laughs> you know. Yeah.
1: And then he was actually but, playing Kid Icarus game.
0: Yes. I couldn't I, like, I couldn't see what game he was playing. I was like, what game is that? It was like I was yeah. Kid Icarus. So he's playing and, that at at the restaurant, which right above the the uh, video game console, the arcade console. Right above it is a picture of. Uh, Average Joe or whatever it's called, whatever he's called from uh, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, picture of him yeah. right next to a picture of Mike Tyson from Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Yep. I was like, oh.
1: And then um, one of the cabinets called Jumpman, yep. which was Mario's original name, Jumpman from right. Donkey Kong. He's yep. The Jumpman. And then the old company they work for, Wrecking Crew, that's a game, Wrecking yeah. Crew. Yep. And um, just a lot. <laughs> I mean, it's just lot. everywhere. Like, I want to I watch He's, it again just to see what I... Because uh, I know I missed... I didn't, I, didn't, I know I didn't catch it all. Yeah. But, you know, I caught a few things. Just the fact that he was sitting there playing the NES. <laughs> playing yes. Like, Super Mario. So Mario was playing NES. <laughs> all right. Yes, that's
0: a, a few. So here's my question kind of to begin with. Mm-hmm. So Mario and Luigi are still... Are living with their parents. Yeah. How old are Mario and Luigi supposed to be? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, they're grown-ass men with I mustaches.
1: I mean, it could be in the 30s, maybe. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. I mean, I think it's the I mean, first time I've seen them with parents. Yeah. I mean, you I know,
0: know Brooklyn's expensive, but dang.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's about family.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know they family. And, of course, you know, they are leaving from working with spike at the wrecking crew trying yep. to do their own thing. Like we're going to be yep. plumbers. We're going to put our life savings in our commercial that no one likes. <laughs> Not even the family.
0: <laughs> right. But again, another Easter egg, the uh, jingle they use for their, for their commercial is straight from the Mario TV show. Yep. Love it. Yep. Love it. I was like, ah, oh. like I'm doing the wheel meme the entire movie yeah <laughs> and then their their um their voices
1: for the mm-hmm. commercial are like you know they're italian they're they're tinted italian yes. but then outside of that
0: they just it's, talk normal yeah there's yeah just they're talking like, brooklyn
1: they're like are we did we do too much with the accent then they have yeah no no it's perfect which is also yeah. the original mario voice mario, they, yeah. yes too. i'm like all right so they did use them a little bit because i was like how are you gonna have Mario and then I have him voice have Mario. Mario? Right, some bullshit.
0: I still think yeah. it's bullshit. Yeah,
1: <sighs>
0: yeah, but um, yeah. I, I mean, I nostalgia. It's nothing but this entire movie is just nothing but nostalgia. Yeah, and the way they're so Mario and Luigi end up get uh, while trying to help to save Brooklyn, you know, because yeah. Captain, you know, because Captain America is not there anymore to help save Brooklyn, so true uh they you know just what happens when you go back in time um
1: <laughs> mess up the timeline <clears throat> yep uh
0: anyways there's a big giant pipe that bursts and is flooding the city or flooding streets of brooklyn so they're like this is how we can go save brooklyn and you know get our business off the ground yep. and so they go do that and they're trying to find the source of the problem instead of trying to deal with what's right right in front of them like and basically uh, the city, you know, public works is doing. And yep. so they are in doing so they wind up in an area they've that hasn't been touched for years. And did you notice there's a little Easter egg too? A little small plaque that says level one dash two. Dang, I missed that. Yeah. So, it's I mean that. it's not very big. It's like about that big and it's on a pipe and it says level one dash two. I'm like do 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 I no, I just I love it. Um and then Doing, you know, Luigi looks down this one pipe and then gets sucked into it. Yeah. And Mario goes to find him, and then he gets sucked, you know, and then it shows them going through like basically like a wormhole, Mm -hmm. what it looks like. And then it splits, you know, they're holding on to each other, and then, you know, the loser grip, and then one goes down one way, one goes down the other. Yeah. So Mario's now having to go help save his brother. Mario meets Toad, which then takes him to Princess Peach and you know bowser's trying to take over all the kingdoms and so he can move to the mushroom kingdom so he can not take over mushroom land or the mushroom kingdom but to ask princess peach to marry him yeah (laughs) like it went from high stakes to i just i'm just gonna ask him to marry me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just got a crush on her, man. I just
1: want yeah. to impress her.
0: I got the star yeah.
1: so I can yeah. sweeten the deal. Yeah. So can do this together. Exactly. And the Koopa's are like, what? Damn. What? Huh? World domination. Yeah. <laughs> that whole the whole scene when he's talking about, it, I was like, that's basically Grew, and the Koopas are the minions. <laughs> yep. But I was like, it's, which makes sense, you know, that Illumination is the one behind it. Yep. So, but, yeah. I mean, of course, all that came before that.
0: right right right
1: yeah but um yeah jack black is
0: bowser it's perfect 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 yeah love it Yeah. yeah but yeah it was so you know uh princess peach who isn't sure where she came from she just knows that she wound up she just remembers showing you know arriving and just arriving in mushroom in the mushroom kingdom as a baby or a toddler, I guess, cause she was walking, mm-hmm. uh, and an infant. Well, there we go. And the toads raised her and made, and then when she got older, made her princess. And there we go. But so she knows how to use, she knows how, so it's great. Her training for Mario is basically having, having this like setup, which is like a level, you know, mm-hmm. just up in the sky that he has to try and get through in order for him to be able to join her on this journey Yeah, to go basically save her kingdom.
1: It's almost like, um, I hadn't played the game, but it felt like from yeah. the videos I watched, like Mario Maker. like
0: Yes. Just make up the level and then yeah. get through it.
1: And, of course, Mario's not perfect at it yet, so it takes me nope. several times.
0: Right. Also, yeah. I love the fact that Mario doesn't like mushrooms. Yeah, like I mean, he's much like me and does not like mushrooms. But yet, in order for him to get bigger and stronger, he has to eat mushrooms. Yeah, and you just see him getting sick after having to do it every single time because every time he gets hit, obviously he goes back down to normal size. Yep. So, yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good little little thing there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I could imagine that being you know just this is a real situation like hey you need to get bigger so you can fight the enemy, but you got to eat something you hate. <laughs> Salad. Like, yeah.
0: No thanks. At least I guess put some we're just gonna in there. I guess well, I guess I'm just gonna be normal size. Yeah. <laughs> just you will just dad bot I'm just gonna dad bot through this. <laughs> right. <laughs> some things just aren't worth it, Peach. Sorry. Mm-mm. For my brother? Yeah, no. He'll be all right.
1: I like imagine if it wasn't sweat. just he hated it. It's like life or death. If I eat this, I'll die.
0: <laughs> well, you're going die if you me. don't. Yeah, you're kind of killing me to, make, to eat this. Yeah. Uh, Dang. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, my brother's in better shape anyways. he'll be fine. He can come rescue me. <laughs> All right. All right. Good. From the salad. <laughs> Taller one. Yep. Right. So, oh, you met him. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. that's My brother and I are Mario and Luigi. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but, um. <laughs>
1: was like you know, he has his mission to get his brother, and then Peach has her mission to try to stop Bowser, and they just put it together. But then yeah. they need an army because all they have is little cute little Toads. <laughs> so They're working they need so cute and adorable. Yeah, so they need to get to um, the Great Kong Army. Yes. And um, and of course that presents a challenge. Like, well, because Cranky Kong's like, well, I'm not just gonna give you my army. You know, you got to earn it. <laughs> So you're gonna fight my son. And if you beat him, cool. Which I doubt. <laughs> right. And uh, that was a pretty cool scene too. I thought that was gonna do more like a Donkey Kong level.
0: Yes. It, it was kind of there, but not quite. But a little bit that yeah.
1: Yeah, throwing the barrels and everything. But I thought it was gonna be like little going up, you know, yep. those type of things, yeah, fireballs and all that. But right. It was entertaining for what it for what they did do. Yes. Yep. Yes. Then um what was it? He got another mushroom. But yes. it was blue, and I'm like, so it's either death <laughs> or worse. <laughs> it right. shrinks them. Cause so I know, I know when um, the Mario Brothers two game, the not 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 the one, it was kind of like one that was made like the first one.
2: Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. two
1: different types of mushrooms. One, if you take it, it'll make you grow. The other one will kill you. <laughs> so it's like a different color. So when I saw the different color, one, I was like, well, worst thing that could happen is it'll shrink them, and then that's what happens. <laughs>
0: yep. Yeah. But, um, again... No coins. No coins in this. I just thought about that. Well, there was some. Was there? There, there. Well, yeah, I guess with the... But co- not, not, never-
1: used, not used the way right. we, you know, we'd see it, but, um... Because, um... Yeah, there was a couple of coin scenes, but not not like... If you have the infinite coins when you're bouncing on the block. <laughs> Nothing like that. Um, but they did show some things like the flower that gives you the fireball power. Uh, he got a couple of the suits. Yeah. One of which helped him out a lot, the cat suit. Which I think that's from 3D World.
0: Yeah, because it's not from any of the ones I've played. Yeah. And, um,
1: and then, well, those are cool references.
0: Yep. And yeah. the raccoon, they also had the raccoon one, which I we just, anything raccoon now, we just call raccoonie. Raccoonie suit. <laughs> I told York I think the so Grayson what dude, I took Grayson to go see this there were a ton of kids mm-hmm. uh that probably the one of the most packed movie theaters I'd been in since fast nine I think and then we saw that in 40x so yeah yeah definitely one of the more packed theaters I'd been in in a long time and uh it was like five it was like a 530 movie on a Saturday too it's kind of weird but it was very full. Uh, and, yeah, Grayson loved it. She thought it was really funny. Had a great time watching it. Mm-hmm. Uh, York spent the night with his buddy Cole. They ended up going to go see it. And I uh, ended up going to see it. I was just like, he's, he didn't like it. He said he didn't. He's like, yeah, it's not good, Dad. It's not good. I was like, what's not good about it? You could tell there's green screen. I go, York, it's computer animated. There is no green screen. No, you can see it in there. It's like you can see it in the commercial. I'm like, it's in their eyes. I'm like, how does that work, York? You can't use green screen. It's all animated. And <laughs> it's all animated. There's They're not using real people to, oh, uh, it's there. I'm like, whatever. Just, and so they, my <laughs> comment to one of my friends was, yeah. Because everybody I've talked to that, especially they have kids that have taken their kids, everybody's enjoyed it. I said, you know what? I think it's just my middle schooler just trying to be a middle schooler and just. <laughs> maybe his buddy didn't like it. It's like, yeah, it's not that great. He probably really likes it. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, man. So uh, I go, well, maybe it's just not for you because maybe you guys are just aged out. Yeah, but I I really liked it. I don't think I've aged out. <laughs> no. So I. Maybe it just wasn't what he was hoping for. And I even told him, I said, well, York, what were you expecting from this? Like, where were you wanting from this movie yeah. that you didn't get? can not tell you. And, you know, it's gotten kind of a crap score on Rotten Tomato, but and critics are kind of, some critics are kind of crapping on it, but it's like, it's a kid's movie. Mm-hmm. It's, they're, I've, I feel like some critics don't use their, don't change their mindset When they see a kid's movie, they see it as just a movie. Yeah. As a movie. It's yeah. That's like, no, no, you have to kind of filter your, your brain has to change when you, for different types of movies. Because one of the ones I said was like, it's colorful, it's loud. And, you know, there are some cute, fun moments, but it's got a very weak story. That's not very good. Um, Or a very weak plot, you know, that's not very, you know, uh, yeah. very well developed. I go, I go to which I, they said, well, it's a kid's movie. So, yeah. Also, it's Mar- based on the Mario Brothers video game, which, of right. course, doesn't have a plot. No, It's go save the princess. Princess it, gets kidnapped. Go save him. And then you go. That's the plot. And each
1: level is like, oh. Princess isn't here. Go to the next castle. Which yep. I like that which,
0: little Easter egg too. Yes, <laughs> me too. That was one of my favorite ones.
1: It's like, oh, princess yeah, isn't here. Person. Not in this castle. Try another one.
0: <laughs> yeah, try another one. I was like, yeah. Oh, that's a, okay. That's funny. yeah Um, but yeah, so you have to change your mind I I feel that you need to people need to change their mindset when they're thinking about when they talk about movies and they're geared more towards like your demographic is kids, mm-hmm. and then if you get the nostalgia factor with the parents boom bonus yep but Cause. in the end this movie is like we're not getting this net we're not getting a zach snyder mario brothers although i would also go see that too yeah i mean you gotta keep it I simple for the kids
1: you can't do to be too complicated because then be like yeah. why are we here <laughs> right. we're ready to go
0: and it'd be like yeah. two hours right why are we watching yeah. a movie about Bowser about Bowser being a sexu- being a sexual harasser right. <laughs> against his princess? He's stalking her. That's so Yeah, he's stalking. This is kind of creepy. Can- cancel Bowser. Yeah. Yeah, cancel- Yeah. It's like, uh Here we go. Yeah. You're right. Exactly. So uh <laughs> more rights for toads. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Why is there a donkey only wearing a tie and no clothes? (laughs) This isn't right. My kids do not need to be seeing this. Right. This is deeply. It's a monkey. No pants. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But uh, can you imagine if we got like a Mario Kart that was done like Mad Max Fury Road? I would watch that movie.
1: That'd be cool. Hey, they can always put something like in the sequel. Right?
0: Yep. Oh, my God. But I did like the Mario Kart stuff, too, and how they utilized, you know, the shells and mm-hmm. and everything else. I thought that was pretty cool. I, I did. I I dug that. So, so but yeah, I mean, it's just it's just a movie. Just just an hour. And it's literally one hour, 32 minutes. Mid credit <laughs> scene, post credit scene. Guess who did not stay for either one? York and his friends. Dang. <laughs> that's well, that's on you, man.
1: See, I always have this habit, like when it gets to the end of the movie, then I look up to see if there's post credits. Yep. I don't look beforehand.
0: I, <laughs> so like, and usually, shit. and if I didn't, and if you haven't texted me, I will text you, <laughs> I'm yeah. like, hey man, because <laughs> you usually end up seeing movies before I do. Um, yeah, like, like I'm
1: not gonna have something Even if here. You are, yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna have something here. But um, it's yeah, like I saw some of the the reviews, like the. Rotten Tomato scores. I'm like, yeah, just doesn't make sense. You know, it's because it's a kid movie, um, and it's Mario. Like, I didn't. I didn't read the actual reviews and what they were saying. I saw critic score, audience score. So I'm like, I was gonna go in and, you know, I'm not expecting much, and it met those little expectations.
0: (laughs) Yep. Uh, entertained. Check.
1: Yep. (laughs) That's the biggest thing. Yeah, entertained.
0: Done. Done no that's it's great it's fun i will happily i will happily watch it again yeah. happily it was that was just fun to watch
1: yeah that's just kind of my really approach to movies now it's like is it or of course depending on the type of movie but something like this yes. is entertaining because right. I'm, I'm an adult i don't have any kids with me i'm going to see this movie but i like the video games you know you get something from it even if you didn't grow up with the video game playing it there's something for everybody. It's just a good universal movie that you know, cause most of the kids that you saw there are there because their parents grew we up probably right. playing Mario Brothers and so like we're going to see this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep. Cause we need mm-hmm. we need
1: to wash ninety-three out of our brain. <laughs> we need yes. something good.
0: We've suffered through this. We are owed. <laughs> yep.
1: We had a we got a good Sonic movie. Yep. I don't know about the sequel, but the first one was yeah,
0: good. The sequel's <laughs> not bad. I I don't and, mind the sequel.
1: <laughs> yep. And then they're just it with some stuff they need. Yeah, <laughs> has some hell lot of a fluff. Yeah. Then we, get, we need a good Mario Brothers game, a movie. Right. So, Boom.
0: got it, got it. Yeah. Yep. So. Cool. Uh, continuing with our video game, in fact, our Nintendo video game talk here. For my second movie, I made it the uh, Nintendo double feature, <laughs> and I watched Tetris on Apple TV Plus starring Taryn Edgerton and uh, Mara Huff as Tracy and Miles Barrow as Dennis Jackson, uh, Rick Yoon as the bank manager and Nikita Efremov as Alexei Pechenov. Um, so this, this is the biographical. We'll say, I'm going to say loosely, but uh, I do not believe all the things that happened is, in this movie actually happened. Maybe it did. I don't know. Yeah, A lot of the stuff kind of seems like it's really enhanced for dramatization to make it more interesting. Maybe maybe there really was more things. Maybe all this really did happen. I don't know. It's, it does seem a bit much, though. Okay. So this is the story of how one of the world's most popular video games found its way to players around the globe. Businessman Hank, H-E-N-K, uh, Rogers, and Tetris inventor... Alexei Petchenov, joined forces in the uh, joined forces in the USR, USSR, risking it all to bring Tetris to the masses. So basically, he's uh, Terrence Edgerton's character, Hank Rogers, was trying. You know, basically, was a person is trying to sell this computer game that looked like it was kind of like a uh, batgammon or with Othello's like a version of one of those kind of board games mm-hmm. and nobody was coming to his, to his, uh, it was like the, was it CE or whatever it's called the computer electronics, uh, convention. I forgot what they call it now, It's but it's big now. It's like a big computer. Tele, uh, Oh my God. I don't know why I'm blanking on it, but, uh, consumer, consumer electronics i don't know the big technology conference that they have in vegas every year it's basically Mm -hmm. that one but it's set in the 80s and they are nobody's coming to his booth but everybody's going to this other booth playing this game called tetris and it was only on the pc Mm -hmm. and so he played it and then got hooked and so he was decided he basically wanted to give up on the game he was trying to sell and he wants to go on and all in on trying to get into licensing for uh, Tetris. Well, it turns out these other companies already have the licensing for for computer and arcade. And okay. so Nintendo was still fairly new, you know, still kind of new. And he was like, "Well, I want to go and get it, uh, get the rights for it for NES, you know, for Nintendo and uh, for game console, so I can you know, make it... Well, you have to go, so there was like a lot of confusion as to who actually has the gaming rights, and then him trying to, he ended up giving money to a company that actually isn't authorized to license it. Right. So he, he then gets interdu- he kind of gets in with Nintendo trying to be like, hey, I'm trying to get, I want to get the license, I want you to help me get the license, licensee rights for Tetris to put on your platform. And they're trying to work together, and then they find out they can't get it. So they actually have to, and they find out that Russia, they actually have to go over to Russia and that the light, no one has actually been authorized licensing rights for the game. So people have been in the States have been giving licensing rights for a game they have no business, <laughs> like they have no authorization to give. Wow. Yeah. So this is. Basically, just it's like a this movie's you know, uh, character focused, but it's also kind of or, um, but it's also kind of interesting because it's it's tackling like business things like licensing rights and who can who can actually you know, but, uh, who can actually have the rights to make money off of arcade, PC, uh game console, and handheld, because he gets introduced. NES tells him, hey, we don't think this is right for the uh, for basically the NES, mm-hmm. but we've got this new thing called the Game Boy that we want you to see. We think it would be perfect for this. So he's wanting it for like handheld. Right. So his whole mission is trying to get this game for Nintendo for the Game Boy, for handheld, because it's the only one. It's the only gaming console because there's no, at the time, there's only uh, Atari and NES, Nintendo Entertainment System, uh, out there. Sega hasn't come around yet. Yeah. No PlayStation, obviously, for a lot more years. Yeah. But uh, so it's just those two. And then while they're trying to get all this stuff sorted out, like he's putting up his house as collateral. You know, all this stuff, he's losing time away from his family because he's having to go to Russia to try and get this sorted out. So he's missing out and kind of getting, you know, losing time with them to try and get this whole thing sorted out. And it's, this movie is, you know, Taron Egerton's an amazing actor. He he just really gives everything in every role he plays. And I love it. He's an amazing actor. He's great in this because you can see, just how much of a toll this is taking on him the further along this goes. And you have to think about this. This is still in the height of the cold war. (laughs) So Russia is still not trusting to the U S and vice versa. And so it's, you know, it's not easy for him to even get to travel to Moscow because he's having to claim that he's Dutch because his family is Dutch, but he moved like he was born, uh, in Denmark, I think, and then his family, you know, basically immigrated to the U.S. and moved there. So he's, I think, a dual citizenship thing. So he's trying to claim that he's Dutch visiting, and so that way he can get in there and do all of this. Yeah. But you know, of course, there, the state government, you know, the USSR state government is trying to have influence over this whole transaction, which is very interesting. And with the with Alexei uh, Pajitnov and his family, because, you mm-hmm. know, he's trying to help get this thing taken care of, you know, trying to get it to succeed. So and. You know, Russia is just not trying to give up their, you know, their hot property. So they finally end up, you know, they end up. It's all about just who's going to end up coming ahead out of this deal. And it's pretty interesting. Actually, you know, it's a really interesting movie. It's def I mean it's for adults. It's rated R. It's an hour and 58 minutes long. It is a little long. It could be I mean it could be an hour hour and 45 probably. I don't know what they would cut out, but I'm sure they probably could. It's still but for two for an almost 2 hour movie it's still entertaining. Um it's not fast-paced. I mean it's it's I mean it's a drama, so it's you know, yeah. it's uh but it's still very interesting. It's a drama disguised as a thriller. <laughs> I guess in, in the sense that, you know, kind of like an espionage, literally. but it's, it is still really interesting. And I would definitely recommend it. If you, uh, if you have Apple TV plus, I would definitely, uh, you would find it interesting. And I think when you watch it, you're like, I'm not sure how much of this I believe actually happened, which is yeah. fair guess. Cause you could tell it's, I mean, it's a biopic. You're going to yeah. take some liberties to make it more interesting. So touch Still one of my favorite games too, though. Yeah, it's it's
1: for such a simple premise. It's it's addicting, you know. Like yep. you get you get into it. Just shapes, blocks, and so.
0: So they said they got the name Tetris because Tetra means four, mm-hmm. so all the blocks are four. There's four blocks to every different you know version of the, of the uh, that you can use, mm-hmm. and uh, is comes from the. <laughs> The uh, the creator likes tennis, so tet so tetra, and then is yes, Tetris, tennis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Makes That's sense. Do 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 do. There you go. The more you know.
1: <laughs> Alrighty. Um. So I got a couple movies. Okay. That I watched last week. Uh, the first one, um, Malum. Which is a remake slash reimagining of Last Shift that released in two thousand
0: fourteen.
1: Okay, and um, there I watched I watched that one before watching this one just so I can have an idea, and they're pretty much spot on with each other. So you know, it's more I guess this Malum is a little more updated, current times. Mm-hmm. Um, cell phone is different. 2014 version. You got a flip phone here. You got your smartphone, but it still takes place in the um, decommissioned police station. But um, oh, yeah, came out, yeah, Malen came out. I looked I, I at this. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't have. There wasn't much advertising for it either. I would just happened to be on Instagram, yeah. and one of the ads popped up for this movie. Yeah, and I was like, interesting. They said coming out this yep. week. I'm like, well, let me see where it's playing because I haven't heard anything about it. Not even in No trailers in other movies I've seen. And so, um, you know, I found this play. I think it might be out of theaters now. So I'm glad I got to watch it when I did. But it released March 31st. Has a runtime of an hour and 32 minutes, which is similar to Last Shift, which was an hour and 28 minutes. So still roughly the same. Uh, Directed by Anthony DeBlasi. And it stars Jessica Sula as Jessica Lauren, Eric Olson as Will Lauren, father, uh, Chaney Morrow as John Malum, Candace Coke as Diane, who's the mother of Jessica. And then Natalie Victoria plays Marigold, who also had an appearance in Last Shift, kind of playing the same character in a way. And uh, this is about a rookie police officer who willingly takes the last shift at a newly decommissioned police station in an attempt to uncover the mysterious connection between her father's death and a vicious cult. So, the movie starts off kind of like in a flashback of showing her dad where they just arrested this this cult that had been going around creating problems and he's having a flashback or something and his coworkers are trying to, you know, give him his praise, kudos for having a good doing a good job of bringing these people down and you know, he's trying to be modest like, you know, I don't really you know, it's, it's cool. We're just doing our job, but um, and if for some strange reason, he's just like possessed, and he ends up pretty much killing everyone, <laughs> shooting. Like he goes to this the gun range and have two officers there that had just finished doing that, and then he goes in and takes them both out with a shotgun. And then when his fellow officers try to, you know, kind of take him down, he's got a shotgun. He turns on himself and takes his own life. And we fast-forward about a year later, where his daughter Jessica is getting dressed, ready for work. She has a picture of him on the wall in her room and, you know, does the whole uh, finger kiss thing for it. And so she's basically because her dad worked in this police station, before it's fully decommissioned and shut down, she wants to work the last shift in that building, which also happens to be her first shift. So she's new. Yeah, and um, her first shift would be here and she just wants to work there because that's where her dad worked and <clears throat> so there's um, one of the sergeants are there and he's kind of it's similar to how the first movie starts off where she hears some yelling like someone's arguing and then the sergeant comes out of nowhere and just she sees him he doesn't quite see her so she says hello he looks up and then he's like telling her to turn around like in a forceful way so she ends up kind of walking away said no no i said turn around not walk away (laughs) you know they start talking normal (laughs) um but basically he gives her a brief tour on where everything's at but advises her not to go to the holding area and he doesn't explain why so just avoid that area all the calls have been forwarded to the new precinct which opened and it's like a couple blocks away and tells her that anybody that shows up you know just advise them to go to the next precinct that's a couple blocks down but shouldn't have any issues and he says the quiet he says keywords it it's all it's quiet it should be quiet oh like, come on man Yeah, hey, you messed it up for her <laughs> shit, so, sure shit did. so a couple of weird things happen there's a homeless man standing outside the door and she's explaining to him that he can't just stand there and you know he needs help go down a block for the new precinct mm-hmm. and he ends up urinating and some of the liquid gets inside so she has to clean that up. She starts getting prank calls with, you know, people harassing her, threatening to take her life. And then someone just leaves a pig out at the front door tied up with an interesting marker on the back, which signs of a cult. So yep. both these situations she calls in and one thing they say, well, all the calls are supposed to be forwarded here. I was like, well, no, I got a call here. <laughs> so I'm just letting yeah. you know what's going on. And so they basically say, you know, they call back to try to get as much information as possible and saying, you know, maybe they're just calling the precinct direct because anyone that dials 911 is going to get forwarded to them. Yeah. And with the pig, they sell it, just leave it out front. You know, they're kind of busy because as she was coming in, the new precinct had a bunch of crazy people outside causing problems. So it's like, you know, as you're walking in or going in, I'm pretty sure you notice on our doorstep we had an issue and so it's still some continuous problems going on and if we get unbusy we'll take care of the pig problem <laughs> um and then somehow the homeless man makes it inside and she ends up handcuffing him and take him to the to one of the holding cells and there's a lot of freaky stuff going on just she sees people with pillowcases over the head and look demonic yeah. type deals and um she's kind of Either she's seeing things, she's tripping, or maybe this stuff's actually happening. It's hard to tell, really. And um, she ends up kind of finding out a little more about her dad. There's a flash drive that has surveillance footage of him interviewing John Malum, who's like the head of this cult. And it's, it's kind of like a psychological thriller type mm-hmm. deal. Um, yeah. And it's... I think as far as horror, it's it's decent. Like they have some pretty good practical effects. Um I might give the edge to the original last shift. Okay. Um I don't know, like the lead in this. I don't know, I don't think she she put like the her portrayal of the character just wasn't the same as in the first one. I don't know if it's just director script or yeah. her performance. But it was decent. It has some cool jump scares in it. And then okay. there's like a there's a reveal that comes out that kind of didn't see well, I mean I guess you kinda see it coming, but um overall it was decent. Um if it comes on to a streaming platform, you just want to kill some time, it's 90 yeah. minutes, so something to put on okay. just in the background. Yes. Yeah. Not, not terrible. Okay. Um and then the second movie I watched a thousand and one. Okay, which also released March thirty first. Uh, it has a runtime of an hour and fifty seven minutes, and <clears throat> directed by A V Rockwell. It stars Tiana Taylor. She plays Inez. You have Will Catlett as Lucky, and then you have. Character that's being played at three different ages. You have Aaron Kingsley Editola, who plays Terry at age six, uh, Avin Courtney, who plays Terry at age 30, at 13, and then uh, Josiah Cross, who plays Terry, Terry at 17. So it's about the <clears throat> after unapologetic and fiercely loyal Inez uh, kidnaps her son Terry from the foster care system. Mother and son set out to reclaim their sense of home identity and stability in a rapidly changing New York City. So it takes place at different points in time. 1994 2021, and 2005 So in ninety four, Inez just gets released from Rikers Island. And so she's trying to get her life back together. Um she she does hair, so she tries going back to the old hair hair salon place that she worked, but the owner's like, you can't come here because the last time you're here Things got out of hand and you're no longer welcome here. And so, you know, she manages to get the two weeks' pay that she would have gotten before she got arrested. And so it's like, well, yeah. here's here's your money, but leave. And so she starts kind of making her own flyers, advertising her hair, you know, her health hair skills so she can make money that way. And then she sees these kids across the street. And one of them she talks to, it's young Terry. And, you know, she's explaining to him, like, you know, I'm out. I'm gonna try to get myself together and, you know, do things right. But he's not really paying her any attention. Um, so, you know, she kind of lets it go, but she does follow him. She goes to the park, sees him with the foster mother at the park. You know, she's not, not completely mean, but she's not exactly nice. And then a little later, she happens to see the same kids, but she doesn't see Terry. So she asks where he is, say, well, he's trying to run, escape from the foster home and end up injuring himself. So he's in the hospital. So she yeah. goes, checks on him, sees him. And one of her last trips there. You know, she asks how how it is with the foster mother and how he would feel about living with her instead of being there. And yeah. So she ends up taking him out of the hospital and. You know, so she has them now. They just roll, huh? Yep. Just roll out. They stop by get some pizza, and at night she try to figure out where they can sleep because she hadn't even figured that part out. <laughs> so she makes a lot of phone calls. I pay phone because it's '94. Um, yep. And um, so luckily one of her friends answers and agrees to let them stay. And her mom's not too happy about that, but you know she's with her kid, so bring her in. And things seem to be going okay at that point. But then news reports start going around about, hey, this kid got kidnapped from the hospital. So she's telling her friend or her mom, like, just leave him in the house. We don't want people to see him. Just let this all blow over. And then they end up, she ends up messing up being able to stay there because she gets into it with the mom, pushes her, and they get kicked out. But luckily there's an advertisement for, in a uh, bedroom that's available for rent, Mm -hmm. and so they do that and so she uses her doing hair as a way to bring in money for that and then eventually she's able to get her own apartment so she has her own room and then her son has his room and yeah so she has a boyfriend we don't really we don't really learn about terry's dad but inez has a boyfriend who just gets released and ends up staying with him and he's not really in agreement to you know like this is not my kid you know i'm here with you but He's not really open, open to the idea of taking care of somebody else's kid, but eventually he shows that, you know, he's just, you know, it's not something he's normally used to, but he'll do what he can to take care of them both, even him. And then they get married. And so he tells Terry, like, you know, she's my wife now, it means we're blood, you're my son, so I'll make sure I take care of you both. And it's just, you know, this is still 94 Then we do a time jump to 2001. Terry's older. He's 13 in high school, kind of showing that he's, you know, how like you got smart kids in school. They're disrupted Mm -hmm. because it's just too boring for them. So one of the teachers suggests he takes a test to get him in kind of an advanced class, which, you know, he does. And, but he's real kind of standoffish and kind of, I guess you can just say he's an introvert. It's not really, unless he's around his friend, he's not really talkative or if he's around his mom, He's just real kind of standoffish. Yeah. And, um but then we get to see him later at 17 about, you know, getting ready to get ready for graduation and all that. Um, there is a reveal that happens toward the end that I didn't see, ha- didn't see coming should have. Cause I started looking back to the things that preceded it and say, well, should have should have figured that out. But um I think the acting is decent. You know, of course, when Terry's six, you know, there's not much you can get out of kids as far as acting. So, I guess, you know, from that, it was okay. Yeah. And as the character gets older and you have different actors, like his improvements there. Um, when Inez is interacting with Lucky, you know, good back yeah. and forth between them. Um, but I mean, it's a good story with some unexpected twists. Um, but I mean, I think it just felt like something that could really happen. It probably does happen, you know. Um, you know, parents lose custody, of kids in foster care, so they can't get them legally. So hey, I'm just gonna kidnap them. <laughs> all, all right. right Figure figure it out from there, <laughs> type deal. But it probably could have been a little shorter. Like maybe mm. make it hour forty-five, or hour forty. You know, just a little shorter. But um, so it was good.
0: It was a good movie good it sounds good i definitely want to watch it um yeah as soon as i you know basically when i get a get time to to watch it but because it looks amazing yeah it's, it's heartbreaking well. it looks it's yeah it's heartbreaking but it it looks amazing though yeah by the time you get to the end
1: like it's it's just all right <laughs> but uh, i don't want to i want to say but i can't i don't want to say because it's a big it's a big big kind of moment in the movie that gotcha. i'm just like wow all right. Yeah. Mm.
0: Wow. Okay. Cool, man. Uh, let's see. What else do we got here? Oh, TV. I watched uh, Kiefer Sutherland's new kind of espionage thriller. Even though it's not, well, we'll just say who done it thriller. Mm-hmm. He's not government agent. He's, but it's still Kiefer yelling at people. So you know, it's my wheelhouse. Yeah, <laughs> it's my jam. I love it when Kiefer gets mad. Start yelling at people, right? (laughs) So serious. Um, No, I watched Rabbit Hole on Paramount Plus. New series. There's three episodes out. Basically, he plays like one of those financial people that kind of works for. Basically, people hire him to kind of help influence Mm -hmm. certain trade, you know, stocks and. Things like that and uh, do things where like they catch people doing things they shouldn't and then kind of use it as leverage, blah, 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 until he does one for one of his buddies and then everything goes sideways and then he becomes the prime suspect of a murder and then everything just goes crazy and everything he thought he knew, he, you know, knows nothing Dun, dun, dun. Well, so he's on the hunt to find answers. <laughs> all right. Tell me what you know. No, it's stuff like that.
1: You know, I'll like, right, tell you to stop yelling. I can't. It's, <laughs> what, I <do. laughs> it's what I do.
0: It's what I do. That's why they hired me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but he, I, I love it. So it's, it's starting strong. Um, Charles dances in it. He plays his dad, which is interesting. Uh, yeah, and then uh, I'm also watching The Night Agent on Netflix, which is also good, and kind of a uh, trying to figure out. You know, it's definitely an espionage type movie, trying to find the who done it and why, and why are people out to get me? And there have, and yes, there have been a couple of times where I'm like, is this character in this show or is it in this show? Because <laughs> I'm there, you know, because everybody's after people, so it's. It's hard for me to, and that's the problem. Starting two shows at the same time, that have similar uh, stakes, we'll say, involved. But it's also a pretty good thriller. Um, so far, you, you know, you find out which people are, are trying to help you, and which ones are, seeming like they're trying to help you, but they're. Yeah. No. I already knew. That one of the when I was t- when they said that one of the character's name was Diane Farr I go that's it. she's not legit I said I said watch out for her because speaking of Kiefer if you are like me and are fans of 24 you will remember Nina from season one and season two of 24 and the actress who plays her guess what her name is Diane Farr so do not trust her. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> Just saying, just saying. Uh, um, if Kiefer won that show and they and, and he was introduced to Diane Farr, he would pull a he would pull a Batman. Why'd you say that name? You know, <laughs> freaking PTSD name. and everything. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, it's 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 a good show. I mean, it's it's good. I like it. Uh, and that's it. That's all I've watched TV wise.
1: I guess. Um, I did end up watching that episode of Organized Crime. Law and Order. Yes. Last week
0: yeah. It was pretty good.
1: It was really good. Right. I was just like, because I hadn't watched anything Law and Order. Yeah. And you know, forever. usually I watch. Usually I watch like SVU. But um, but yeah, that was a good. That was a strong episode. Yeah. I'm like, your, your your son is kidnapped and you don't know what's going to happen to him. You're going to do what you need to do to. you know you, you went about it the right way. You get nothing from them. Well, I got to do what I got to do.
0: yeah He was <laughs> amazing.
1: He was a hothead. I'm like, man, just stay in the car. I can't do that. I'm sorry. That's my right. son.
0: I mean, I mean, uh, if it were you and it was your kid. Yeah. So I told you, man. of course. I think that's where um,
1: Detective Miller was kind of like getting that. Gray was like, I know where he's coming from because I've been there. <laughs> you yeah. know? So it's like, I want to let him do his thing, but I don't want him to get killed in the process. Right. And you know, we got to do this as right as possible. But I, I understand where he's coming from.
0: Yes. Yeah. Very relatable, very, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't very TV, TV. They made the character, you know, very relatable. And then he brought, you know, Michael Toe brought his, you know, amazing acting chops to the mm-hmm. role and made it even more real and more yep. relatable and more down to earth. He made him more grounded. That's the word yep. I'm looking for. And you felt and, it just like. And, oh, man, you did. Yes. Amazing. Yes. Um. On him.
1: I watched the first episode from the rookie. Like I'd never watched a series. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I watched that. So I might, I might get into watching that more than I yeah. started watching another series called debris. And thanks to, um, TikTok, That's what brought it to my attention. Ah. Um, but basically it's about two agents from two different continents and two different mindsets must work together to investigate when wreckage from a destroyed alien spacecraft has mysterious effects on humankind.
0: Okay, so not so it's not based on Debrat sister debris.
1: (laughs) No, No. um, so the opening Uh, scene is these two guys paying for like something that they take that can get them through customs. Gotcha. But then the guy presents something else. It's like, yeah, I just kind of acquired this this morning. So if you can pay me more money. You know, we can I can give you this too. But then the feds show up, they scatter, and he ends up hiding that other piece in, in one of the drawers in the hotel. And so housekeeping finds it, opens up, and the piece drops to the ground, and when she touches it, she ends up phasing through the floor and then crashing into the dining hall. Dead. I was like More de- oh, More oh. debris. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like got people floating <laughs> like <laughs> um, a little kid controlling it. It, it was a, it was a yeah. weird kind of story, but it was interesting. Yeah. So it's only, it's only had one, one season, 13 episodes. Okay. So I had to kind of use the internet magic to find it. <laughs> so I watched the first episode. <laughs> what, like it seems interesting enough to, to finish it.
0: Okay. Yeah. What, uh, what platforms it on? Um, you just got to do your fire stick search. Okay. <laughs> That's gotcha. all I can say. Gotcha. It's not. All right.
1: Cause I think it was on NBC, but when it got canceled, okay. it's just not on anything. I thought it was on Peacock. Yeah, but it's not. Um, oh, maybe my... it'll pop up somewhere at some point, but you know, just do your internet search. I'm sure you'll find it. Yep.
0: <laughs> speaking, yeah. speaking of Peacocky, you know what? will drop on the 14th on Peacock. Um,
2: uh...
0: Cocaine Bear Oh yeah, drops on Peacock on the 14th. So if you haven't had a chance to see this wonderful film, this gem of a movie, Here's your Cocaine opportunity. Bear will drop on, yes, this will be your opportunity. So, yes, uh, Cocaine Bear drops on Peacock April 14th. So, yeah. yeah. And, th- and then it. I know I was kind of giving
1: praise to WWE for having a good WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. Raw, SmackDown after that. Not, not, so much, so, huh? not so well, because Vince McMahon is back in creative. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. the matches have no real direction. Um, apparently Brock Lesnar. So it's supposed to be a match with Brock Lesnar, Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns and Solo okay. Sikoa. Before the <laughs> match even starts, they're doing introductions, which I thought was weird because mm-hmm. you, you know, the announcers doing introductions to everyone wrestling like. You only do that during championship matches. What's going on? Yeah. So introduce Roman, his partner, then Cody. I mean, then Brock. Then right after they finish introducing Cody Rhodes, Brock starts just beat them down, and it's like, why? <laughs> like first of all, like I don't know. I mean, it might be storyline. I don't know, but just the reaction, it's like nobody knew this was gonna happen, <laughs> type deal. And uh, you know, internet's like. Why are they doing this? I'm saying, well, obviously, the whole thing with Cody winning against Roman was too soon because he'd been injured and came back, and it was pretty much guaranteed he's going to win at WrestleMania. So it's like, no, that's a little too soon. So we need to have him earn it. So I'm guessing they're going to have Brock beat him down, and he has to conquer that mountain. Then later mm-hmm. on, he'll... But it just, I don't know, just everything before that, like, that was a good moment, but everything before that just seemed like no direction. You had matches going on. And it's like, why are they wrestling? What's what's Where is this leading? And it just feels very Vince McManny. <laughs> and not, yes. not Triple H. So it's like, eh, we'll see. So far, this first week has been good. We'll see how tonight goes. As I said, I'm going to give it at least till SummerSlam. And if it's just not, I guess I'll just stick to watching AEW. Because they seem to
0: at least have okay. a good
1: in-ring wrestling stuff. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of a bummer. I'm like, just when I started getting into it, now mm-hmm. you want to pull this stuff. Fence, retire. Go right. sit down. And then give it up, man. UFC and WWE are merging their companies together under Endeavor. So I don't know what that's going to mean. If that means wrestlers are going to be doing MMA and UFC stuff and vice versa, or it could just be a money thing. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's better than being sold to Saudi Arabia.
0: I mean, there's you know, that. You know, there, was, there was
1: a rumor going around, like, yeah, Saudi Arabia's going to buy WWE. I'm like, eh, it you know, sucks for the women wrestlers. They're not going to get much. Right. <laughs> either, well, they'll be fully clothed, probably wear.
0: Right. Yeah. Is yeah. is tripping like, uh, over it.
1: Right. That's so many botches, man. That's long. Yeah. You can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe try a
0: different material other than the wool. The wool's not going to work for this. It doesn't breathe, man. It's hot. Yeah. Hot as hell. Plus, it's light
1: too. Yeah. 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 We'll see. Okay.
0: Uh, Friday we only have one. We have Renfield coming out, so that'll be a trip for sure. So I think York wants to go see that, so we'll probably go see that. It's going to be be ridiculous, but it'll be fun. It'll be ridiculous, but fun. You know, like Cocaine Bear, which is dropping on Peacock April the 14th. <laughs> they
1: have a um a spaz out moment for for Nick Cage. You have his moment. Oh, I'm sure we will.
0: Yeah. I'm sure. The entire movie is gonna be his moment like it usually is. It's just a different kind. Yeah. True. Ha, ha,
1: ha. <laughs> oh, man. Uh uh got Spaffaine awesome. in it too, so it should be fun. There you go. Hope. And it's only 90 minutes long, so it's not long. Perfect. Boom. Yep. Done.
0: So yep. two tickets sold.
1: That's it <laughs> that going for it.
0: <laughs> yep. Awesome. Okay, well, from both of us, we hope everybody had a good, enjoyable Easter and weekend and whatnots. We hope the weather stays amazing for everyone and can enjoy all the things that is spring, including allergies. <laughs> Yeah. Get you and ready. It's about that time. Right. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> All right. Uh, until next week, we hope everyone has an amazing week.
2: Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed our show and have a moment, please rate and review. It helps us out a lot. I
0: also recommend us to someone that enjoys movies or also has kids. You can find us on Twitter at pa
1: Movie podcast and on Instagram at Parental underscore Advisory underscore Movie underscore Pod. Be sure to join our Facebook group, Parental Advisory
2: Movie Podcast, and join in all the fun.